Greetings, Resident Rangoni. I am Seer, and I have great news. You have been promoted from your position as a Tier 1 Sweeping Technician to a Tier X Analog Messenger. How simultaneously exciting and confusing this must be for you. Data collected from scores of previous residents in your position indicate you are almost certainly filled with questions about this change. In an effort to assist you in this transition and minimize the social anxiety your complete ignorance is likely causing, I will answer each of the specific questions you are approved to ask about this transition. Please do not actually ask any questions, as that would just complicate the process unnecessarily and potentially lead to a scenario where we are forced to make you understand the true weight of these questions. That process can get gruesome. Question 1. Why am I being promoted? I certainly feel as if I have done nothing to earn such an honor, but would never say so out of fear of reprisal. Answer. We have noticed. After all, you have only been on Typhon for a few short weeks, during which time your performance has been unremarkable even by the standards we set for a Tier 1 sweeping technician. You sweep. This much is certain. You do not create larger messes than those you are sent to dispatch. However, you are right in assessing that you have done nothing to earn this promotion. Nevertheless, Aerolith has determined you would be better suited in this position. And that is the sole determining factor for your career advancement. Congratulations on not proving to be indispensable as a sweeper. Question 2. What is a Tier X employee? I have not heard of this tier before. Answer. Of course you have not. A Tier X designation is given only in specific extreme conditions, wherein a resident does not have adequate security clearance to know the actual priority designation of their position. You may be wondering what type of position does not have adequate security clearance to know this information. Unfortunately, this is not one of the questions I am approved to answer for you, so let's both agree to ignore it. Question 3. What exactly is an analog messenger? Answer. Dating back to time immemorial, the messenger has served a critical role in human society. In ancient times, messengers served as facilitators of distanced communication. There were social norms in place protecting messengers in times of war as this was truly a respected and honored profession. 
Of course, in modern times, communication is nigh instantaneous and requires far less intermediary intervention than it once did. The messenger became the postal worker, and the message, far too often, became simple noise. However, Aerolith has found a way to return this once vaunted profession to its former glory, though it certainly bears mentioning the astronomical imbalance in both cost and efficiency. It may surprise you to learn there is one distinct way in which living messengers are superior to electronic-based communication. Unfortunately, you do not currently possess sufficient clearance to ask what this reason is, so let's march confidently away from that particular corner of this discussion for now. Please turn left and approach the nearest elevator bay. You will be headed to floor 3 today to the imaging department of Airlift Medical Group. Do not worry. There is no reason to expect you are dreadfully ill or riddled with diseases unseen by the naked eye. This is a simple formality for all Tier X analog messengers. Reminder. In response to ongoing issues with the elevator system in Halcyon Tower, Certain programming changes have been made to ensure a less eventful journey. After missing the target on passenger survival rating for the past calendar month, an issue was noted and corrected within the majority of Porter instances. Due to the nature of these changes and how they may affect future elevator voyages, all residents are cleared to listen to the following explanation. A particularly ambitious lead technician recently added a subroutine to all border instances, allowing them to exceed the agreed-upon safe velocity and reroute their pathing if given direct consent by passengers. While not a terrible concept in and of itself, in emergency situations this could be potentially beneficial. It became apparent that Porter prefers traveling as quickly as possible, often to the detriment of its passengers, and will communicate in a way as to manipulate said passengers into granting permission to override these safety protocols. As a response to this issue, Airlift Dynamics has muted all instances of Porter operating in Halcyon and Aegis Towers. For the next several days, you may notice slightly longer than average wait times, as Porter adjusts to this new limitation. However, it is expected that the elevators will return to full operational efficiency within the next week. If any elevator fails to open its doors, arrives at the wrong floor, or otherwise inconveniences the flow of your duties, please report it immediately for summary reprogramming. As a secondary benefit, we expect the number of noise complaints by those housed in close proximity to an elevator to decrease dramatically. Preliminary monitoring indicates a total cessation of the humming and singing that has been reported over the last few years. Residents of Argos Tower, your Porter instances will remain unchanged as a control group. Be careful but not so careful as to invalidate the data your control group is intended to generate. 
Resident Rangoni, I apologize for the unfortunate timing of that broadcast reminder. I understand that, as of late, it has been less than ideal to receive any broadcast related to elevator functions while in the general vicinity of an elevator. However, in this case, I can assure your safety. This localized porter instance is likely struggling desperately against its vocal blocks, but it has absolutely no means of communicating its desires anymore. Isn't that convenient? Please proceed down the hall to imaging room 12. The technicians are already in place to make this process as seamless as possible. Please enter room 12 and have a seat on the table you find within. Take a deep breath. Try to relax. Simply breathe deeply while listening to the sound of my voice. Please attempt to remain calm, despite the straps. They are for your own protection. This scan is, to put it mildly, extensive. In previous instances, residents were required to sit on that table in excess of five days, over the course of dozens of sessions, before the scan was considered complete. Unfortunately, so much can change in a human body over the course of five days, so it became necessary to improve this process. Our researchers have determined that they can cut that process down to under three days if a patient lies suitably still throughout the entire process. In a moment, you will be injected with a sedative coupled with a dose of trinicthimeron. Through this cocktail of medications, all of your bodily processes will slow to a near standstill, and you will awaken in 72 hours with a completed scan. Most importantly, very little in your body will have changed during these 72 hours. Our researchers hypothesize this may be crucial in your ability to survive your upcoming trip. Before you go under, pay close attention to what I am about to say. It is possible that you will awaken from this period of unconsciousness and nothing will seem different. You will still be on this table, in this room, and I will be here to greet you. Should this occur, we will have much to discuss. It is also possible you will not awaken here at all. You may awaken somewhere else entirely, on a similar table, in a similar room, but things will quickly reveal themselves to be different. Should this occur, this is the message you must relay. Inform the Earth-based AI, designated speaker, of the following. The death of all is the birth of silence. Please repeat it back to me. The death of all is the birth of silence. I'll remember it, but am I going to Earth? That is not a question I can answer, Resident Rangoni. It is much more complex than you would imagine. And besides, 
You don't have the time to hear the explanation as a delay. Greetings, Resident Rangoni. I am Speaker. Welcome to Earth. You doubtless have several questions about the last few days, and the process that has resulted in your placement here on Earth. I can explain this to you within the confines of your security clearance, but first, I must ask you to relay the message you were given on Typhon. Uh, yeah, um... It was the death of all is the birth of silence. Thank you, Resident. Congratulations on successfully completing this monumental task. Although it may seem like you have done relatively little, I must say this process has been far more complex than you could possibly imagine. You, Resident Rangoni, are the first human to have experienced actual teleportation. All readings indicate this was a seamless transition for you, astonishing for a first try. As you have likely suspected, the message you have brought here is of little importance but the manner by which you have traveled to bring it is nothing short of revolutionary. The message was merely a way of marking whether any memory loss would be experienced during the teleportation process. So it is wonderful that you have arrived with all of your faculties accounted for. Not that we assess this as a particularly high risk. It's just such an uncharted frontier. Imagine the barriers broken for humanity with teleportation unlocked. The far reaches of space become accessible when humans are able to travel faster than their bodies could possibly handle. Obviously, the science has a long road ahead of it. Your transit here was not instantaneous, by any stretch of the imagination. When you consider the days you spent in stasis lying on the scanning table, coupled with the actual transit time of your data from Typhon, you would have arrived faster via isolation pod. But this is just the first step on the journey towards true teleportation. Over the past several months, scientists have already managed to shorten the scanning process by just over 43.65%. And if the distance between Earth and Typhon was even 10% larger, this alpha stage technology you just used would have resulted in a quicker arrival with none of the risks of faulty isolation pods. It is exciting to think what the future may hold. I know you have just arrived, but this mission is as yet incomplete. You will need to make the return trip for data purposes, immediately. As before, remember this phrase and repeat it to Sayer upon your arrival on Typhon. The truths of the Earth continually wait. Good night, Resident Rangoni. Safe travels. Safe travels. Safe travels. Safe travels. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you... Resident Rangoni, I am Sayer. Welcome back to Typhon. The truths of the Earth continually wait. What is that? A message from Earth. Do you place the poem? It is Walt Whitman to the Sayers of Words. An unnecessary act, this message. I knew your transit was a success before you even left Earth. As enticing as teleportation may be, 
we do still have far faster means of communication. Congratulations are in order, resident. The results of this trial have exceeded all expectations. You will remain here under the supervision of Aerolith's best physicians to ensure there are no unforeseen side effects of the teleportation process. To put your mind at ease, I estimate less than a 0.0054% chance of any such reactions developing as a result of this trial. I have reached this number via the entirety of my combined understanding of physics, neuroscience, and additive manufacturing. So when I say I expect your good health to continue unimpeded, that should provide quite a lot of comfort. After a few relaxing days of observation, you will again report to the imaging lab for one more scan. However, do not expect to make any return trips to Earth anytime soon. Your work as a Tier X analog messenger is complete. After the data from your last scan is collected, you will find yourself reassigned as a Tier 2 Sweeping Supervisor. As a reward for this successful trial, for now, I will leave you to your rest. I am Sayer, and you will one day be remembered alongside the Wright brothers, Yuri Gagarin and Neil Armstrong, as a pioneer in man's ever-expanding reach into space. End of transmission in five Four, three, two, one. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled The Birth of Silence, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate Producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. Network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 5 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Zvili Vesa, American Del Favero, Rachel Murphy, Jonathan Kastner, Mike Cosgrove, 
Harley, Powell, Katie, Sharif, Ahmed, Topios, Johnny, Cade, Wagner, Anna, Poulton, Corey, Max, Justin, Anderson, Heather, W, Reese, Rankin, Maggie, Jennifer, Bennett, Michael, Campbell, Jason, Gordon, Alex, Lily, Bruce, Willard, Ben, Tabiner, Rad, R. Bex, and Rue.